Welcome back to another episode of She's Busy AF. Yes, this is your host, Lauren Loretto. My voice is a little bit deeper than normal right now because I'm getting over a cold. Love that for me. You know what I always think about <laughs> when I have a cold? I'm like, how do artists do this? Like, I'm, th- I'm and I'm thinking like concert tours and stuff like that because I'm about to go see Taylor Swift live and she just added so many tour dates and she has so many shows and I'm just sitting here like, <clears throat> what if she gets sick? Will she have to cancel? Will she lip sync? Will the quality be that good? You know, I'm, my mind it goes the weirdest places. Um, but speaking of going weird places and weird things. ChatGPT, AI tools. Why is it that ChatGPT is the one that broke the internet, if you will, as opposed to other tools? I mean, the rhetorical question. The answer is it's so much more intuitive than the other platforms and it was a free playground for you to like test things out. Um, so ChatGPT wins there. But in today's episode, I want to talk about how to actually use it as a marketing tool. So I feel like it's a little daunting and, you know, when you hear about it and you dive into it, you're like, oh, wow, this is cool. But, you know, knowing how to use it in its full potential and also like use it in your marketing strategy, yes, here for it and here to talk about how to use it and how to be efficient with it, effective with it and not like, you know, sound like everybody else or have a tool come in that just takes over everything that you do. No, 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 no. There's still a level of like human that needs to be had with anything in your marketing. ChatGPT is a great tool to help you like jog ideas. We're gonna talk about all of this, but I do want to start this episode by saying I am a marketer and I'm a huge fan of AI tools for marketing. Like what was life before it? (laughs) kind of like how I feel about having a kid. No, I I want to share with you in this episode a bit of how I use it to make mine and my business and my clients' lives a lot easier without being unoriginal. So first things first, let me explain a little bit about ChatGPT and other AI tools. So ChatGPT, if you don't know, is a generative AI tool that creates text, art, music, and video via natural language processing, which has its own little acronym. It's called NLP. Crazy. How are we supposed to keep up? So this platform has reached 100 million active users within the first two months. Psycho. Google released its own conversational AI called BARD which I have a problem with that name because I want to say like lard. (laughs) Google's lard. (laughs) Anyways, okay, so that they released in February. It's a given that more are going to come into the market in a relatively short period. I mean, everyone's trying to own this, but some other ones that you might have heard of, or I'm just going to say other one because I only use one other one. It's called Copy AI. And that's actually one that like we have a subscription to and we use within my business not saying that one's better than the other, but like that's the one that I was like, okay, this is affordable. I really like what it does. We love copy AI, but we also use chat GPT and I'm going to explain that. So obviously tech companies are racing to launch their AI tools and there's just going to be a lot, a lot. Now, in terms of like how I feel about, I think, big picture AI, not the best. I get ex machina vibes. I get um robots are going to take over. (laughs) So I'm really just trying to think in this linear path of like marketing and how it's going to help brands grow their visibility as that space becomes even more saturated if we like can believe that or not. Okay, here's the thing too. 
gosh, this episode's becoming so conversational, like monologue, but I hope you're along for the ride. While markets are getting oversaturated and we're having to find new ways to market to people, like there's some core things that still ring true. And as marketers, it's really hard to get into this mindset because we are marketers, but like turn yourself around a little bit. And by marketer, I mean, if you own your business and you're in charge of marketing, you're a marketer. (laughs) But if we're like turning this boat around a little bit, we have to think in terms of how we want to be sold to sometimes to understand how marketing works. So for example, like how do you think about for a second, like how do you consume content and how do you get sold on things? For me, I don't spend like the most amount of time on the internet and ads are like, they don't really do much for me. Okay. I take that back. Instagram story ads have gotten me lately. Like they've stopped me in my tracks and like been relatable to me. So, like, that works for me. So, I know, like, Instagram, surefire way that you can get my attention there. I also, I deleted TikTok from my phone, sadly, until the data breach issue is resolved. I'm just scared. Overall scared. (laughs) No. Um, I listen to some podcasts so I can be influenced there. I also talk with a lot of my business owner friends. So, I'm heavily influenced by, like, what other business owners in my space are using in their business. So that's another way. And let's see what else. TV. I barely watch TV. There's no ads on Kindle. Thank God. So I'm a little limited. I mean, I guess what I see at the grocery store, good packaging. Um, But yeah, so like you have to think about it that way. And also think about like the lifespan of content and the intention span someone has. So for example, oh, I also Google things. So ads there, you know or just SEO. (laughs) You have to think like, what are people, like what's their attention span to look at something? So like it really has to stand out now. Okay. So with that context in mind, talking about AI tools, you don't just want to use AI tools to pump out meaningless content or content that everyone else is using, like use it as inspiration. So let's talk about this for a second. My biggest beef with how some people are using it is that they're taking anything they gain from it and then they're copying and pasting it verbatim. So they're going write an essay or write a blog post or write a web page, whatever, and they're copying and pasting it verbatim. Did you just tell the AI tool to write it based on one little thing or did you tell it this is the tone of voice to use and this is some of our keywords and blah, 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 blah. Like there are very intricate ways to use the platform to get what you want. But I'm going to tell you how we use it. We are, I'm 100% transparent in saying we do not use it to write content verbatim, even to the extent of like giving it everything it possibly would need as a copywriter, let's just say, to give us content. I don't go there. Here's how we do use it. Three ways. One, as a search tool. Two, to ideate content. And three, to optimize content. I think AI is single-handedly becoming one of the coolest ways to pump up marketing for businesses of all sizes in these ways. So I'm going to talk about these three items, these three different ways, and exactly how we use it. Okay, so number one is a search tool. For the last podcast episode we did, so episode 89, it was about important women in marketing history. And I knew we wanted to cover important women in marketing history, but it was taking me a really long time to sift through each individual woman's Wikipedia pages. 
It was taking me a long time. And so I was sitting there and I'm like, oh, like, how can I just do this more simply? Well, AI and these chat GPT tools, they scour the internet with things. So why not use it to conceptualize and generalize things I'm searching for. So I asked ChatGPT one by one to tell me three important contributions each one of those women had to society. And then I distilled that info, put it into my own words and made a social media post out of it. You can go check it out at Brand Good Time. It's a little tan icon and it says important women in marketing history. Those individual points, I got them from ChatGPT and then I just kind of like jazzed them up a little to sound like more about our tone of voice. But those key things I got from ChatGPT, is it 100% accurate? I don't know. I didn't do like the research on it. And they even have a disclaimer that says like it's not 100% accurate, but whatever. At the end of the day, guess how much time that probably saved me? Hours. Hours. And instead, I spent maybe 30 minutes between designing and writing the social post. So cool. When? Love to use it as a search tool for that. Another thing we use it for is content ideation. So sometimes we get in content ruts and sometimes our clients get in content ruts. (coughs) And so how, what is the best way to get out of a content rut? Well, I mean, there's several ways. If you have content pillars, if you, whether you use a content matrix and you're just coming up with ideas there, but sometimes you're just like, but these ideas are so generic and whatever. One of my favorite ways to use ChatGPT for myself and our clients is to have it come up with these content ideas. So for example, I'll say list 10 content ideas around data-driven marketing. And you can give it more detail than that. It doesn't have to be so literal sometimes because the more detail you give it, the more catered to like your beliefs it's going to be. Also really creepy because the more you use the search tool in one sitting, it gets to know, like it, it feeds off the content that it's already giving you. And so it ends up drilling down to something like so wild. Don't ask it to write a bio for you out of the blue because it searches the internet and figures it out. It's insane. <laughs> but for example, like I was saying, the data-driven marketing, give this one a shot. It's really cool. Like, pause this episode if you have to and go to ChatGPT and say, give me 10 content ideas around XYZ and then watch the magic happen. It's it's pretty mind-blowing. Okay, the last way we like to use it is content optimization. And I think this is how a lot of people use it, <laughs> at least from what I've heard. Like, I one client is a realtor and she's like, yeah, I write my listing description and then I put it in there and tell it to make it sound better. So (laughs) with that, have you ever written something you don't love (laughs) or you just need help finishing a thought? These AI tools are really great for that. So if you have a paragraph or you have a sentence and you're just like, I need this to sound better, obviously don't put that. Make this sound better. Don't do that. Just say optimize this paragraph or, you know, like make it sound better. (laughs) I don't know how to say it otherwise, but we I usually use the term like optimize this paragraph or rewrite this paragraph, and it will usually put something together pretty interesting. Do do I always use that? No, this is probably one of like the least ways I use it. It's literally when it's like 10 o'clock at night and I need to get something out the door, I'll do that and then optimize it a little bit more to make the tone and bring the tone of voice back in. With that being said, though, let me flip into how I don't recommend you use ChatGPT or AI tools because AI tools are awesome but they actually come with their own disclaimers. And so I kind of mentioned that before, but here are some of the disclaimers that these AI tools have. 
may occasionally generate incorrect information. Okay, so that's where like you may have to do a little bit more work to fact check, but at the end of the day, you might be spending less time. So, okay, it's still a win, but do not take anything that AI generates as verbatim when you're using it as a search tool. Fact check, please. It may occasionally produce harmful instructions or biased content. Obviously, a liability thing, they have to put that. But again, this is why you can't just copy paste things verbatim from AI tools. You have to look into them. And then another thing is limited knowledge of the world and events after 2021. So if any of you guys tuned into what was happening with Vanderpump Rules, Team Ariana, obviously, people were like, oh, they're using, they're using ChatGPT to write their press statement or their like, you know, crisis statement or ask ChatGPT to tell me what's going on with Tom and Ariana. Ariana, Ariana, I always say her name wrong. Anyways limited knowledge of the world events after 2021 obviously these platforms are getting better they're growing over time they're like scouring the internet it's fine like they're gonna get better but like you have to keep those things in mind with these disclaimers so again going back to always 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 read the content do not just copy and paste it you can't have it do the work for you and not read it so like if i'm beating a dead horse with this one it's that (laughs) you also shouldn't use it to write copy for your entire website i do not condone that at all Google's getting really smart and penalizing sites that have used AI tools to generate content. What you can do is ask it to write like a strategized outline for a homepage for like a specific brand and let that kind of guide like the strategy. You could try that. Let me also dial back because this reminded me of a TikTok I saw the other day that was like, use ChatGPT as your marketing director or whatever and have it write a marketing strategy again. You have to give ChatGPT a lot of information for it to give you something that's actually going to work, but it also just scours the internet and gets smarter based on what people are putting into it. It is not going to replace human thought (laughs) and creativity. So if you're thinking your job might go away because of AI tools, don't. Also, if you're relying on AI tools to do everything for you when it comes to marketing, don't put a little human back into it at the end of the day. That's what I believe. There are really important things to think about when using AI tools, but the most important is that your brand's unique tone of voice is not part of their capabilities, or maybe not yet. I mean, I guess if you give it all the words. I'm still learning about AI tools, but I'm just telling you how we use it and what I don't recommend. Relying solely on AI tools to generate marketing content can very quickly allow you to bundle the fold of every other business who's offering the same thing as you. And that is like a really big component when it comes to marketing is A, knowing your competitors and B, not sounding like them. What makes you different? Why should someone buy from you? It's funny because when I say that out loud, like I don't really think about my competitors too much. I just think about offering the best client experience possible. And I know my competitors aren't doing that the same way I am. I just know, I just know, like without even having to look into it, I know that they're not, maybe they are. I'm just going to say it though. They're not prioritizing client experience and they're not prioritizing like their team's happiness and livelihood over a lot of other things. And that's what makes, that's what makes us different. So like what makes you different? ChatGPT doesn't understand that. AI tools don't get that. So again, bleed the human of your brand back into the content that it creates for you. And there you go. If anything, you're using these tools as a time saver, but not as a replacement for your marketing, not as a replacement for your content generation. Okay. (laughs) But I will say our generation has it so easy now. And I'm very thankful for these tools because 
if it weren't for these tools, I would not have just put out like five different posts in the last five days. Like I barely posted since January or before January. So like, there we go. I'll just say that. (laughs) But anyways, I hope you really enjoyed this episode. I hope you got something good out of it. Definitely use AI tools if you want to use AI tools. If you're one of those people who's like, I never post. I never have time for my marketing. I don't know what to post next. I don't know what to blog about next. I don't want to blog, but I do want to blog because I know it's going to drive traffic to my business, but I don't know how to structure a blog. Like, I can't afford to outsource. Okay. A lot of business owners struggle with that. Use ChatGPT. Use these AI tools to help you and push you along and actually see things through to completion by by just kickstarting the process. That's it. AI tools for marketers are incredible at kickstarting the process. Wow, I wish AI tools existed when I started my corporate job. I probably would have been, no, I'm just, we're not going to even go there. (laughs) Anyways, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of She's Busy AF. I hope you found it helpful. And if you did, it'd be really awesome if you could leave me a five-star review. Much appreciated. And I will see you on the next episode. 